When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. My name is Catherine and today we are going to go over the planet Saturn and all of the energy that Saturn kind of brings in the forefront when we think about it in astrology and also in energy waves, cycles, whatever you want to call it. So I'm super, super excited to have this podcast for you guys because I feel like a lot of people are talking about this year, 2024 being the year of karma. And a lot of it has to do with the areas of Saturn and the areas of the energy that Saturn brings. So we are in the year of 2024 and that is the year eight. And Saturn is a representation of the year eight. And we're going to get into this. We're going to get into the energy that Saturn brings and kind of like the overall area of responsibilities, the DNA structure, like there's a lot when we get into Saturn. So um, there's a lot of mythology too that comes with the planet of Saturn and we won't be able to cover it all today, but we'll definitely try to cover some. So the number eight is the representation of the planet Saturn. Saturn is one of the planets that is very, I guess you could say, slow moving. It is the furthest away from the sun from the visible planets that we can see. And it also has the longest cycle. So that means that by the time you hit your Saturn return, your first Saturn return, you're probably going to be about 29 and a half years old. And we'll definitely get into the Saturn return because that's a lot of energy that a lot of people say like, oh, your Saturn returns very difficult in your life, right? That it's kind of like this challenging time that we're going to be centered around our areas of structure and responsibilities and what it is that we really need to know, right? So Saturn also is the representation of not only the number eight, but the day of Saturday. Kind of makes sense. Saturn, Saturday. Hmm. Also, the color is black, Ooh, black like Saturn soul <laughs> and heartstrings. Just joking. But when we get into the mythology that comes back from the area of Saturn, the god, the demon, that energy, it does have some dark ties. There's there's legends that believe like the spirit or the cosmic energy of Saturn was like sacrificing babies. Oh yes, it gets deep, dark, and a little cringy. Also, the metal is lead and we have the stones that are jet like onyx, black diamond, herbs and incest are musk, camel chamomile, and poppy seeds and cinnamon. Which, when I think about the herbs, in all honesty, like the herbs say a lot, right? Because I feel like with cinnamon, that's going to be something that you're going to use for like a protection ritual. You're going to add a little bit of cinnamon in your day to protect yourself from overall energies that may kind of wish 
harm upon you or you're going to have a circle of something that is going to ward off the evil thoughts or spirits and most of the time you know cinnamon is seen as a protection energy and also poppy seeds kind of reminds me of that area of you of like kind of like dark dark like luck like it it kind of has that energy of like darkness to it you know you eat too many poppy seeds you might get fired from your job you've got to take a drug test that's all I'm saying but it does have that resemblance of like dark kind of intriguing mystifying type energy and then when we think about the plants we think of thistle ye ash and cypress so Saturn definitely has its area of legends and cultures. It is known as Father Time, that energy of the god of the world for some people. Um, some cultures really see Saturn as that energy of the Lord where it brings around harvests because of responsibilities and then it also brings around that energy of death or demise if you didn't complete your responsibilities. Ooh. That sounds not fun. Um, also, when we are thinking about Saturn, we see Saturn kind of like in that area of the chariot drawn into the heavens, riding through the glimpse in like this energy of winged dragons and snakes. And it's believed that it looks like DNA. So if Saturn is the energy of the Saturn structures of life, we have to think what is that structure of energy? Is it responsibilities, boundaries, and preservations of self? I mean, that's how I see it. I don't know how you see it, but to me, that's kind of how I see it. Also, what's interesting about Saturn is when we look at the discipline that suits Saturn, and the areas of Saturn that we kind of see maybe in certain aspects or transits, it's around like politics, commerce. Um, it's also around like boundaries. It's also around maybe political parties. We'll kind of see that energy, right? Depending on what is going on. It's also kind of seen as that area of limitations. So it's like the opposite of Jupiter, where Jupiter's about to give you a whole bunch of expansion and abundance. Saturn's coming to say, mm, I'm going to take that away. I'm going to take that away. And I know a lot of people felt that there was a lot of strong transits when, um, when there was a lot of like limitations with uh, with like COVID, that there was a lot of limitations uh, taken away, right? A lot of our freedoms, our sovereignty was really like questioned. We didn't have the right, the right to make our own decisions. You know, should we get the vaccine? Should we not get the vaccine? No, 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 no. And a lot of people said that there was a lot of high energy, a Saturn and Uranus placements, and also like Saturn around the collective with Aquarius. So Saturn was in Aquarius during most of the time with um, the COVID um, pandemic. So we saw a lot of like areas of limitations, responsibilities, and boundaries really being pushed to the max when we think about that pandemic and the overall areas of health with the collective, right? So we could definitely go on about that for a whole hour, but let's not, let's not, let's not. 
So also when we think about Saturn being of the Lord of the earth, we have to remember that that also resembles agricultural um, entities, fertility, storms, um, also like that karmic god of rain kind of transitions down. And it's also really brought out to believe to have that area of like sickness and illness, like the Black Plague. Ooh, wow. So Saturn was kind of, you know, showing up during those times as well. So we have to remember that Saturn really has that structure of not necessarily being the most positive energy, (laughs) but it does have that um, structure where it's going to say, hey, you eat like shit, you don't work out, and you drink soda all day, Mm. you're going to get sick, honey. You know, kind of having that overall responsibility. Saturn is known to really be the ruler of traditionally Aquarius and Capricorn. So it's a ruler of two zodiacs. So it has that energy of duality, right? The good of holding responsibilities, the good of boundaries, the good of knowing what it is in the structure of life that keeps it all moving. But then it also has that energy where it could be excessive. It could be too much where it feels very limiting. And I think about like the collective, when I think about the two rulers that it has, I think about Aquarius being the collective, the humanitarian, where so much good can almost be like a bad thing sometimes, right? You would think if everybody's just having a kickback day and nobody's really doing your responsibilities or keeping things orderly, what would happen? And then we think about like Capricorn, that workaholic, you know, too much of trying to make a legacy, too much of trying to make it to the top. What happens when all that comes so excessively to the max that the person gets completely burned out or even gets sick. So I definitely feel like that energy of Saturn is seen um, overall. Also, Saturn is known to have that energy of time, right? The harvesting of time and how we harvest that area through the energy of like the children and also the energy of responsibilities. Also, it is known to bring structure into our lives, like like that DNA synthetic, right? That synthesized DNA, the the structure, the archetype of what our house is, what our area of placement is, what our work life is like. It gives us some energy of freedom to make our own decisions in our areas of responsibility. It is also seen to like have this energy where... It is known to be um, in India, Indian astrology, Saturn is known as Shani, uh, a similar type energy that is really around um, the tropical astrology as well, but it's more kind of centered in like the area of like bad luck, which sounds very scary, right? <laughs> that energy of like bad luck, like if you break the mirror, you're going to have bad luck, right? So that area of like superstition kind of comes out, right? When we think about it. Also the energy of hardships and the overall longevity. How do you 
disassemble the bad luck and start to creating more areas of aspects when we get into, you know, vowing to have a better lifespan, a better energy around us. Some of it could say it would be a structure of our own boundaries. Some of us could say it would be endowering in our responsibilities and understanding that the energy that we put out there is also kind of like the energy we receive. And then that's how we get into the karmic lessons that Saturn brings. So Saturn definitely brings a lot of karmic lessons. It does have that energy of bringing the structure of the karmic cycle, um, the 29 year transit um, alone is just you know, right at that time at 29 is kind of like the area of where we're deciding, you know, if we didn't have children already, are we having children? Are we going to, you know, live in that life? Are we going to create that late legacy? Um, and Saturn is the sixth planet from the sun and this and the seventh and last planet of ancient astrology. So Saturn has its area of being known as a very old planet. It has that, that karmic cycle. It has that beautiful ring. It's known for its stunning ring system. Um, so the actual planet of Saturn is consisting mostly of ice, um, rocky debris, and dust. Although it Technically, although the ancient order had no telescopes to see Saturn's famous rings, somehow they knew about it, Saturn was known to be the planet of boundaries. It just cracks me up the shit they knew back in the ancient years when supposedly they didn't have all this technology, right? But Saturn was the second largest planet in the solar system. And of course, uh, Jupiter is first, you know, Jupiter's all about that expansion. It's big and bad, honey, but Saturn is the second biggest and baddest with that area of, um, responsibilities. Ooh, it gets deep. It's like, how lucky can we be if we don't complete our responsibilities? I should have been a rapper, but anyways, it was named after the Roman god um, Saturnus, Saturnus, and it was seen to be um, equivalent to the Greek Kronos and the Titan father of Jupiter and Zeus. So Saturn had its own area of representation, right? It is kind of known as the elevation of the semicircle of the opposite of Jupiter, so... That area of what is good can go bad if you don't do what you're supposed to do. Um, Saturn traditionally ruled Aquarius and also is known now as the ruler of Capricorn for the most part. And that is the area of limitations and restrictions and the theme really of self-discipline. Understanding that we have to conserve we also have that area of material resources and while that area of abundance can come to us we also have to know our responsibilities we have to know our boundaries and our area of structure and that's kind of what i feel like saturn represents the responsibilities the commitments the authority 
And when we look at that, uh, that authority energy, we might see it, like I said, in political structures, also the area of fathers and the foundation. And, um, you know, don't have me go in a, ta- a tangent, but to me, a father figure in the energy of structure, responsibilities, and expansion and creating and embracing and understanding our life fold is just as as important in a child as a mother figure and especially with the opposite energy and the same energy so that area of discipline of representation of responsibility and focus in hard work usually I'm not saying it always starts with the dad, but traditionally it should have some energy there, right? I mean, are there very successful single women households um, where maybe the father is not in the the house? Yes. Um, And the children come out and they achieve many long-term goals, but when we look at the structure of having a positive masculine figure in showing areas of discipline and responsibility, we see that the limitations for the children, for that energy of the household is less. The challenges is less. Even though Saturn is known to bring challenges. So we'll get into that. So the energy of Saturn is known to limit. It is also associated with limitations. When I think about Saturn, I do like to call it Big Daddy Saturn. And people look at me like, that's crazy. But in all honesty, a Big Daddy, Big Daddy, like Zaddy, some people call him Big Daddy Zaddy, Big Daddy Saturn. In all honesty, when we think about it, Saturn is saying like, yeah, no, (laughs) no, you're not going to do that. Why? Because let's see what happens if you're too naive. Let's see what areas, if you have no restrictions in your lives. However, there might be challenges, right? In the opportunity of growth and development. But let's see if you were just having a free-for-all, right? If you were just living, living it up completely free, what would happen? What would happen, right? And it kind of makes me think about like, <laughs> and like if we get into like the political structures, right? Like some political structures have lots of limitations, lots of challenges, lots of areas of constriction where maybe some political structures have very little and it's very loose. It feels very fun. Where is the accountability? And it kind of makes you wonder, right? What happens when there's no accountability, where there's no structure or order, what's going to happen? And Saturn really rules the structure systems, the order to encourage us to establish our own areas of foundation and encourage us to have some type of regulations. Like there's reasons why there's laws. Boo-hoo. But it also, uh, you know, has that concept of authority and that masculine energy of authority and the relationships of authority in our lives. 
I am sorry, but authority isn't always a bad thing. Like, I think as a area of species, we have to have some authority. Even when we look at animals in nature, they have most of them that travel in packs. They have a leader, right? They have a leader. They have the big lion, the big bear, the big somebody, the uh, alpha gorilla who's keeping some type of authority and concept of society being in some type of organizational energy. When we look at the karma lessons, the karmic lessons of Saturn, it's not that hard. It's really not. It's it's not that hard when we look at the karmic lessons of Saturn. Karmic lessons are the energy of consequences of our actions. That's all karmic energy is. Yes, if we do wrong by people, there's a chance wrong might get done to us, right? If we associate our actions with representation of the decisions we make, we might be able to understand why we shouldn't make those decisions, why we shouldn't steal a car, why we shouldn't cheat on our spouse, why we shouldn't do all the things that aren't so great, right? That aren't so great in energy of um, having just the greatest time, right? Having just the greatest time. I mean, Saturn really makes it sound like no fun. <laughs> like no fun. No fun, right? Saturn being associated with the karmic lessons and being instruct- instructed and having the authority and understanding that our past mistakes can sometimes catch up with us, right? It, it does encourage us to have responsibilities and it also encourages us to have time and patience. That energy of understanding what it is that we need to create a little bit of discipline, create a little bit of patience and let it see kind of taking in that father time energy, right? Like everything that happens so fast, um, is it meant to happen so fast? Is it meant to happen at this warp speed or does it need a little bit of time, right? Does it need a little bit of time to really make the creation the creation a little bit more of a legend or more maybe more consistent. So Saturn is linked to the area of concept of time and the passage of time. And it reminds us that there is importance and there is that energy of just waiting. Just like, why do we want to rush through life, right? Why don't we just enjoy it? Look that persistence come, that endurance come of achieving our goals. Yes, it'd be nice to have, you know, our goals completed in a week. Yes, it'd be nice to have our goals completed in a month. But why are we rushing? What are we rushing for, right? Um, And understanding that Saturn's influence encourages us to kind of look at the long-term overall aspects of our life, the long-term not necessarily looking at these short-term goals, these short-term areas, but looking at the long-term. So when we see Saturn in um, the person's birth chart, 
it can provide some areas of where challenges might come up. Also, life lessons might come up, personality. Um, you know, like we look at that leadership area. Every time I look at like Kanye West's chart, my chart, uh, we both have a Saturn in Leo. So it's like, ooh, okay, we can see how those challenges come up. Um, and also there's energies around like maybe if you had your Saturn in let's say like cancer, there might be some energies of the, the home life, maybe some energies around the feminine energy, right? Maybe the feminine, the goddess energy, maybe it just feels very hard to tap into that energy. Or like, let's say you had a Saturn and Scorpio. Maybe there's a lot of restriction. You don't like to share. Maybe you're very, um, keeping things from other people, or there might be some areas of influence where it's expressed through that placement, right? Of having like your Saturn in Scorpio, or maybe your Saturn is in Gemini. Maybe you have a hard time speaking up. Maybe there's some areas of limitations with um, creating certain things, right? Or maybe you actually do quite well with your areas of responsibility and communication. So let's talk about a Saturn return because I feel like a lot of people want to hear about the Saturn return. The Saturn return is basically like this big phenomenon. It is like, you know, when you hit your Saturn return, that is usually around 29.5 years. It's where Saturn returns back to the Zodiac that it's in your chart. So for instance, if you had your Saturn in Pisces this year or probably last year, you would be entering your Saturn return. Of course, we would go by off of what degrees your Saturn is in in your chart and what degree it is at, right? To have that full aspect of the Saturn return. Because we have to remember, Saturn is pretty slow moving. It stays in each zodiac for about, I believe for about almost like 2.5 years, so, um, and it takes a while to travel the Zodiac calendar. So it is considered significant and, um, astral in, um, astrology because this transit is supposed to kind of be like that period of time where there's some major life challenges and personal growth. The first, um, Saturn return typically will happen when the person is about 28 to 30 years old. And it's also often associated like with adulthood, right? Do you got a job? <laughs> Are you working? <laughs> what have you done with your life? <laughs> you know, and I feel like this is kind of like a hard time for some people. You know, this 28, 30 year old mark, you know, you're probably looking at adulthood. Am I getting married? Have I gotten married? Relationships are kicking in. The career path is kicking in. A lot of big life decisions, right? Do I buy a house? Do I not buy a house? Oh my gosh. You know, what is going on? My word for advice, buy the fucking house. I know some people say like, don't, don't buy, don't buy, don't buy. You know, you spend all this money on your house, you have sales tax, you have da, 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 da. But what they fail to understand is when it's not yours, somebody could kick you out at any time and you might not be paying that price that you are paying now. Like for instance, there's people who are paying rent that's higher than my mortgage. So if you have an opportunity to save money 
and to invest in real estate, buy the fucking house. (laughs) And I don't even need to see your fucking chart to tell you that. I'm just saying. So when we look at these significant life decisions or townhouse, (laughs) so we look at these significant life decisions and we have to look at what it is that creates that energy, right? Most of the time it's that area of responsibilities, that area of discipline, and that area of consistency and boundaries. The second Saturn return that will happen in most people's lives is around the age of 57 to 60, and it's associated with another phase of reflection. It's kind of associated with that time of reevaluating your accomplishments, what it is that you would want to further adjust in your life, not as hard or as challenging as when you were in that area of hitting your 30s, but it's it's still that area of reflection. What is it that you, I would say like at this time, like in your 57, 60, seeing, you know, what it is that you want to leave behind, what it is that you want to give to the collective, how it is that you want to continue to show, to to create, you know, to move, to continue to adjust your life. So it is a little bit more comfortable. Maybe you aren't living with so many responsibilities, right? How do you prepare for retirement? Stuff like that. The exact time, like I said before, with the Saturn return really depends on when the individual was born in their chart. Yes, can they be hit with some areas of transition, some aspects as Saturn is in that zodiac, but in all actuality, the position of Saturn at the time of their birth is really what you want to look at. You'll look at the degrees. Some people may experience their Saturn return slightly a little bit earlier um, than the ages of the 28 to 30. So you got to look to see what planet and what zodiac that planet Saturn is and what degree it's at and then when that planet of Saturn is transitioning back to that zodiac what time frame so you kind of see what degrees you were at overall this the energy of the Saturn return is here for responsibilities it's here to teach us that energy of responsibilities and it's also here to teach us that energy of of movement and that energy of learning and of being one in creation of the challenges and the lessons and learning how we can improve and influence in our lives to be a little bit more comfortable, right? And to be a little bit more transformative and how to take those responsibilities and this discipline on, how to use that Saturn energy. I would think somebody who, um, has a lot of Saturn in their chart. Um, it, it would definitely feel like they would be good at creating, um, around their responsibilities. And also it would be like feeling like an energy where they had to kind of take their responsibilities in a whole and understood their discipline. I think, they would be able to really take that in um, and really kind of hold it, right? Um, And look at it in a way where it has a lot of movement in creation. I mean, in mythology, Saturn is also known as Kronos in the Greek mythology. So it's often 
disciplined in the area of a frightening deity. And we're going to talk about this, right? Um, because there are some scary little stories that have to do with Saturn. And with every beautiful light energy comes that area of the frightening associated with time, agricultural, and the cycles of death, right? And the cycle of life too. But here are some of the stories. So it is believed that um, there was the castration of Uranus is one of the most spookiest and scary stories involving Saturn. And this comes from Greek mythology. So Saturn was one of the Titans and the children of Uranus, which is known as heaven and Gaia, which is known as earth. And Uranus had imprisoned some of his children because, you know, Uranus is very rebellious and he's just freaking mean. And the Cyclopes and the head Hecheronches within Gaia were very unhappy with him. He, he, he was on the shit list, okay? And they conspired with Saturn to overthrow him. And Saturn, being the evil, restrictive bully that he is, decided to castrate Uranus to basically make him sickle and he did it with a sickle I don't even know what a sickle is but it sounds weird and um he basically had him overthrown and he was becoming the ruler of the titans so Saturn is pretty creepy <laughs> at times right that Saturn energy can be very constructive and just ask Uranus. Saturn also had this great fear of his children. I don't know why. But in Roman mythology, Saturn was known as the god of agriculture and in wealth. But he was also associated with time, like we talked about. And the cycle of nature, of life, and the cycles of life, and recreating, and responsibilities. So according to some Roman mythology, Saturn learned from a prophecy that one of his children was going to try to overthrow him, or would overthrow him. Ooh. Just as he had overthrown his own father, Uranus telling you this Greek mythology and Roman mythology stuff gets a little kooky to prevent this from happening Saturn devoured each of his children as soon as they were born oh my goodness he's just going around eating kids (laughs) like I said Saturn had that dark mythology behind it it had that dark area where it felt very yucky. However, his wife, Opus, the equivalent to Rhea in Greek mythology, managed to save one of their children. Thank goodness, because the children that she saved, that child that she saved was Jupiter. So that she was able to save Jupiter, or known as Zeus in Greek mythology, 
And by secretly giving birth, so she hid her birth so Saturn couldn't, you know, harm the baby because Saturn was like devouring and eating his children because he was so worried that somebody was going to limitate him and take away his area of authority. So basically, um, she gave birth secretly on the islands of Crete and presenting a stone wrapped swaddling in clothes to Saturn, which he promptly devoured. So he ate the stones instead. She's a very smart, smart woman, <laughs> smart God, right? She, he promptly, you know, wanted to devour his newborn son that he just ate these stones, not even realizing what he was doing. Jupiter. So when we look at prophecies and we look at areas of, um, of storytelling and areas of the energy of like when we think about some of the predictions, right? The prediction ends up coming true because Jupiter eventually grew up hidden from Saturn and he overthrew Saturn and the other Titans becoming the king of gods. And we have to remember, Jupiter is the second biggest planet that area of expansion took over right so this shows how saturn has a lot of area of supremacy authority associated with potential fear so if you don't keep up with your responsibilities in areas of boundaries consistency you might get big daddy saturn mad and you got to live in that karmic energy because that energy of what we put out will sometimes come back so i want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast if you haven't subscribed to the channel please do and also remember to share this podcast with a friend. If you would like to support this podcast, head on over to Chakras and Cuss Words. Pick yourself out a t-shirt or you can even sign up for a reading. I am doing readings again. They are very minimal just on the um, certain, certain readings you can um, pick, but we will see, right? We will see. But definitely, um, we will see if you could support this podcast because I really appreciate it. Um, all this hard work and Saturn energy. <laughs> I'm just joking. The best way to support this podcast is to actually leave a comment and a review. It helps me move up the podcast ladder. So thank you so much and everybody have an amazing day. Bye.